Welcome to From Fear to Fire, Secrets to Overcome Fear, Embrace Your Gifts, and Achieve Success. This is the place where real people share real challenges and where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move from fear to fire. I am Heather Hansen O'Neill. I am your host. And today's quote is by Linda Lambert. One good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. And I am so excited to share our guest with you today. I'm I'm a big fan and I know he's got a, a lot of great conversations that are going on, on out in the world. And I'm thrilled that we're going to be having one with him here. Cyrus Webb is a radio and television personality editor-in-chief of Conversations Magazine and Mississippi Success Magazine, author, social media influencer, and top 200 Amazon.com reviewer. Since 2003, he has built the Conversations brand into an internationally recognized force that not just shares the stories of others, but is making a difference in the way that people see themselves and what is possible. Now you know why I wanted to bring him on here. We speak the same language. Cyrus, it's so wonderful to have you on. How are you today? Heather, thank you so much for the honor. And I'm, I'm great. What about yourself? I, I am fantastic. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so, you know, so much has happened and, and, I, and I see you rocking and rolling and doing so many things. So if you had to sum up like how 2021 has been for you, what would you say? Heather, for me, this has been the year of gratitude. Mm -hmm. I, I have learned the importance of taking the time to appreciate every little thing because I'm understanding how important those little things are more so now. Yeah. Uh, there's so much going on in the world, as, as you know, and, and your audience knows. And I, I have learned that that's, what, that's what's kept me sane, focusing on the little things that are within my power and the little things like breath, getting up in the morning and just being able to do that, what I love, because I understand how much, quite honestly, I took that for granted, uh, mm -hmm. because not everyone, of course, has that privilege. So for me, that's what it's really been about, about really appreciating each and every day. I think that is an amazing message and one that everyone needs to hear, because no matter what is going on in the world or, or in our, each, our individual worlds, there's always something to be grateful for. And, and I feel like, and I mentioned this on, on a, another show that I did this week, is that I feel like something that I'm really looking forward to moving forward is an additional focus on those small moments, right? The deepening of a conversation, um, helping someone, doing something small, noticing what's going on in the world. And so I'm so glad that you brought that up. Gratitude is huge. Now, I guess we'll, we'll shift for a moment. Did you have like a, a great challenge of the year that you want to share with us? You know, for me, the, the great challenge has been taking out the time to, <laughs> to, be, great, to be grateful. Oh, it's yeah. Been, <laughs> you know uh, what? That's great. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and, and let me tell you the funny thing about that, Heather, because this has been, quite honestly, and I know, look, and I tell people not to discount any of the challenges or, or horrible situations people have found themselves in um, in 2021, and not just talking about the pandemic, because of all the unrest that's going on, the uncertainty, mm -hmm. not to discount any of that. But this has been, for my brand, our biggest year in six years. Mm -hmm. um, we, we interviewed over 900 guests uh, this year alone on the radio side of our broadcast. 
Uh, we started a new partnership with Amazon, where I'm now one of the Amazon broadcasters in their QVC style program, Amazon That's Live. Sweet. We crossed over 200 uh, programs in the past seven months uh, with that. And um, it has been just, I mean, I'm on a professional level, it has been, again, a year I could not have imagined, but mm-hmm. definitely appreciated. However, when you're interviewing over 900 people in a year, <laughs> you do not take the time to truly savor each one of those conversations and each one of those moments. And because we're, we're you know this, we're on, we do one thing and we give our all to that. Yeah. And then 15 minutes later, we're on to the next thing. And we don't <laughs> yeah. have time to think about that other thing. So that's what, that has been the challenge is to not take that for granted. Again, like I said, because I understand, hey, not everyone's had that opportunity. Some people lost their jobs. So they don't have that to be able to do each and every day. Some people don't know, you know, where the next meal is going to come from. They don't know, you know, what's going to happen with their family. So I, I have I have found the challenge uh, is for me to not get so caught up in the stuff mm. that I don't appreciate that I have the stuff. Mm. I love that. That's fantastic. And, you know, it, it, I think that that's going to be my takeaway because I can find myself getting caught up in the stuff. So uh, that's the one I'm going to take away, I think. So I I appreciate that very much. So let's take the other side of it. What is, I think the, the, for you this year, your greatest success, I know that you've done so much. I, I, can't say enough about congratulations for the Amazon and uh, um, connection there and your 900 interviews. I mean, you're doing, like I said, so much, but can you pick one that's your greatest? You know what I think, and this may surprise you, Heather, because I think people think I'm a lot more confident than I am. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to say, I was saying to my manager just recently, and he even agreed with me. The The biggest accomplishment is that I allowed myself to be who I am. Mm. I think for so long in my journey, and I just celebrated 18 years on the radio here in Mississippi, I have tried to shy away from bringing attention to myself, which sounds funny since I'm the host of the show and the face of this <laughs> whole thing. But I have now, you know, since the Matrix Resurrections is out now, I'll use a Matrix reference where where Neo was able to realize it's inevitable, that what's going to happen is going to happen. And so I have found that for myself, being able to realize, Cyrus, you're not going to stop working. You're not going to stop giving your best. So just accept the fact that you're going to be able to find success and be, you know, and be able to succeed. And that has been the big thing for me is to allow myself that opportunity to say, yes, I am going to be successful. I am successful. Mm -hmm. And I think for a lot of people, I I would encourage you, give yourself permission to be great. It's okay. I think so many times we're told that it's selfish and, you know, you don't want to put too much attention on yourself. However, I think the danger in that, Heather, is that we don't, then applaud ourselves for the wins. We don't applaud ourselves for what we've done and what we've achieved. And that's as important because that's motivation to go to the next level. So that for me has been the biggest achievement is giving myself the permission to say, okay, this is my space. I'm blessed to have it and I'm good at it. And that's a good thing. And that's been kind of my big takeaway this year. Mm, I love that. And I, I definitely have seen the confidence from the standpoint of, you know, sitting with yourself and, and coming across in a way that 
is really beautiful. And, and, and I think I, I want to make it clear for those people who are listening, that many people, if you, if you don't do what we do, you may think that it does really, that it's all about, oh, you know, we're, we're, you're the face or, or, you know, it has to do with wanting to be out there and get noticed. But when you're interviewing people, it's, it's really not about you, right? It, it's about the conversation. It's about helping to ensure that other people get their message across. And so I, I can understand when you say that, that to be able to be okay with acknowledging that you are good at what you do. And, and I think that many people right now hear, need to hear this message. They need to sit with and be okay with the, that element of self-confidence that you are enough, you know, just as you are in the journey. And, and that's a, that's a really great message. Thank you for that. Now, considering all that you're doing with, with social media and, you know, your, your new connection with Amazon and all of that, you know, what do you think has helped with your business and your brand? Do you, do you think that social media has played a big part in it for you? I would definitely say yes, especially over the past 10 years, Heather. I, I think, as I said, I'm celebrating now 18 years for the radio show. I've only been full-time, though, doing radio for 15 of those years. But I, I would say I would not be where I am today, and that's not an exaggeration, without social media. And and I, I want to say something, and, I, and I, I hope your audience can receive this with love. What I have definitely learned, and I think you would agree with this, there's a difference in being on social media and using social media. Because I think a lot of people are on social media, but they're not really using social media. And what I learned really early on is that in order for me to actually have it as a tool, that I had to use it, which means I had to learn the platforms. I had to be able mm -hmm. to speak the language of the platforms and give the platforms, quite honestly, what they want. And I think that's been part of my growth. I would say some of my biggest interviews, some of my biggest partnerships that I now have came from social media. Mm. And so it's all in being able to speak that language, being able to make those connections and, and use it to grow and to grow an audience with it as well. And it's been kind of a two track system for me. And that is gaining an audience for what I'm doing with the radio, the magazine, mm -hmm. but also gaining partnerships with, with businesses and brands Mm -hmm. uh, and individuals has been another side of that for me as well. So it is truly, again, I, I, it is not an understatement to say that, that, I mean, social media has really helped me to propel the way that I have. You know, what a great small nuance. I'm such a fan of nuance, right? <laughs> it does, the learning, the growth that we have doesn't have to be, you know, getting hit over the head with an anvil. Sometimes right, it's just a right. minor shift. And I love that being on social media versus using social media. And I will say that this hasn't been easy for me. And I'm just starting to understand what you mean by it because and and the differences between the platforms and how you use them how you come across and I think that's really important for anyone out there who is looking to either find those partnerships or gain uh, a market using social media is to truly understand it and utilize it in a way that is coming from service. So did you have help with that or did it just come you learning along the way? 
Well, Heather, it should surprise no one that I'm a big nerd. So honestly, <laughs> I, <laughs> if they have not figured that out already, uh, I, let me go ahead and break it in. Uh, but no, honestly, it has been a trial and error for me and, and really just taking out the time to to study the platforms. And, and, and that's the funny thing I don't have when it comes to social media, all of that is all me. I don't have a team or anything Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to that. I, but honestly, and again, this is a nerdy side of me. I love it. Mm. I love the, the learning, especially all the new things that are coming up now with Instagram that we are able to do. It is so exciting to me. And, and, and so I love to use it, but also to see the benefit of it. And the connections I've been able to make through it. So yeah, I mean it's it's been just really part of my my personal study. Hmm. I'm, I have to say I'm I'm a bit jealous. I need to dig deep to find my inner nerd because it to me. <laughs> Or I just need to hang out with more people like you because sometimes it just totally goes over my head. It's just not my thing. But I'm I'm learning. I'm trying. It just doesn't come as it's not as much fun, I think, for me as it sounds like it is for you. Got you. Got you. Let's talk about balance for a moment. How do you find balance with everything going on for you? That is not easy. And it's probably what, honestly, Heather, I'm criticized the most about for people who know me personally. Mm. But I should give a caveat here and say I am I'm I turned 46 this year. Happy birthday. No one who has ever known me, even I'm still friends with people from school, from middle school, high school. They all would tell you I've never been able to balance. I've never been good at. It. I've always been <laughs> far to one side. That's just my thing. Uh, and what I learned, though, I think part of, I think, and this may be controversial to some people, but this is my personal take on what has helped me. I understand that balance is in many ways is an illusion mm-hmm. because what a lot of people need, quite honestly, Heather, I don't need. Uh, for me, even though I interview authors and I, I, you know, this year I read over 300 books, I genuinely enjoy reading books. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I didn't have a radio show where I interviewed authors, I still would be reading 300 books. Right. <laughs> so yeah, awesome. um, for me, I don't consider reading work, but other people will look at that and say, oh, my goodness, you have to read all those books. And I think to myself, OK, is that a bad thing? <laughs> You're right. Like you get to read all those books. You don't have to. Right. Read all those so, books. <laughs> right. So so for me, what I've learned is I think it is wrong for me to look at someone else and say, wow, I wish I had a whole weekend to spend with my family when quite honestly, that is not enjoyable to me. Yeah. That is not where I personally find joy. So that's why I say it, it, I feel like it's kind of a quasi illusion because I think everyone has to create their own balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, for myself, I take out time each and every day for me. I do that. I literally will schedule that because my days are pretty, pretty long and extensive. Um, but I don't need to take a week off. Me personally, I don't. I don't need to take a weekend off because I don't do that. I take a day off uh, every week. And so I think I think like so many other things in life, and then again, this is my opinion, is that we have to be careful not to think that we are missing out on something mm-hmm. that maybe we don't even enjoy anyway. So mm-hmm. other people may look at us and say, oh, I, you need to get out more. Well, I, I wasn't getting out before I did this right <laughs> you know? I mean, that was not that was not enjoyable for me, you know, so uh, as an introvert. So it's like, OK, I think, 
but I get it. I understand where it's coming from. It's coming mm-hmm. from love. I really believe that. Mm-hmm. But I think that for me, the balance part has been in realizing as long as I'm not feeling like I have to just grind 24-7, you know, um, that 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 is where the balance comes in. Taking out that time for yourself, whether it's a couple of hours, whether it's an afternoon or a day, you know, a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I took more than a day, I think I would probably go crazy. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I love what I do so much yes. that it that would that would be the work part in not doing it because mm-hmm. otherwise i don't really know what i would be doing you know i'm i'm not a go spend the day at the beach type of guy i'm not a, a big let's go out with my friends to the movies you know that kind of that's not me anyway yeah. so i think that's been my thing is realizing that balance is it's it's personal it is it is you know i'm thinking about the get versus the have part of what you were talking about that you that you get to read these books instead of you have to read these books and i think it all comes down like you said balance is very personal you have to create your own um it comes down to truly understanding yourself you know who you are what your values are what you love um and and I I get you I hear you because I love what I do as well. But there are some people out there who may be listening, thinking that we're both insane. You know that, right? Right, right. <laughs> but exactly. you know, we found our thing. We love this. Um, but for those of you listening, find your thing. And I am suspecting, like, if you're thinking, what came first, the chicken or the egg? For Cyrus, it, is it? Did you create? this life because you had wanted to read those 300 books anyway. So you found a way to get paid to do it. Like what came first, you know, hmm. isn't that interesting? That That is an interesting question. And, and so, you know what, as my mother who loves to talk about me, I must say, mm, of course, <laughs> of course. I mean, and she, she is really a hoot. She is a, I mean, if you want to know the real, I mean, she'll tell you, look, I'm going to tell you about the real Cyrus Webb. <laughs> All right. But, she, I got um, an interview with her next. <laughs> But she, what she would tell you is that the way she would punish me, Heather, growing up, this is a true story. She told the story when I interviewed her on the radio show. She would make me go outside because <laughs> I would just stay in my room and read. And so my punishment would be going outside. That's always been the way I am. Oh, you know, I love, I've always loved books. I was writing authors when I was in elementary school and middle school. Uh, <laughs> That so, is, yeah, I love that. So I, you know, I went from writing Stuart Woods to being able to interview Stuart Woods, you know, writing Danielle Steele to being able to talk to Danielle, you know, it was, so it was, so you're exactly right. I, the world I created um, came from my passion. Yes. And so it became, not only was I able to read this book, I was able to actually write this author and, or call them up and say, hey, I want to talk to you about this character. <laughs> you know, I mean, so that that is it's fascinating to hear you say it that way because it is. But again, that's where I, that's my joy. Yes. And again, that may not be everyone's joy, but I, I do think the point we're making here, Heather, and I think you and I are in total agreement, is for the audience to find that joy and to do and to do it unapologetically, mm-hmm. because there will be people who won't understand. If you, I I love kids. I, my mom had a daycare when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and I grew up around children. But but honestly, Heather, I knew by the time I graduated high school, I was not going to be a father. Okay. 
And it, the reason I knew it is because I, I realized in seeing those children, the investment and the time and the dedication, mm-hmm. and I knew I did not want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Now, people will tell me every day, you'll be a great father. And you know what? From an outside view, that may be true, I, but I would not be able to give that time because I want that time for myself. Mm-hmm. So it's those kind of hard decisions we have to make with ourselves which is why I'm not a family guy. I'm very happy in my signal, my singleness. And people will say, you know what? People who don't know me will say, you really, you, you know, you need a relationship. But people who know me say, no, he does not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because, you know, uh, what yeah. screams out to me, Cyrus, is the word that you used earlier, unapologetically. Because I think yeah. that so many people out there think that they, that they should do something because everybody else is doing it, or or they they're delayed in something because other people their age have already done it, or and and haven't taken the time like you have to look at what do I really want, what do I enjoy, and even if it's different or judged by other people because not everybody feels that way, that's okay. It's okay. I love that so much. All right. I need to ask, because I always ask in the show, have you had that moment or that situation where you experienced great challenge or great fear in your life, but you overcame it? And what did you learn? It's probably the darkest chapter of my life, uh, Heather. Um, I don't know if you realize this. I'm a suicide attempt survivor. I attempted suicide when I was 20 years old. Mm-hmm. I didn't just think about it, attempted. Mm-hmm. And so waking up in the hospital at 20 years old and thinking about what got me there. And I want to say for the audience, and again, this is one of those weird things, because a lot of times you think that, you know, what could have led a 20-year-old to want to commit suicide? It was not, I wasn't dealing with any type of abuse, no bullying, nothing like that. I was a person who was so, and again, this comes full circle in this conversation, I was so I was so blind to the greatness that had been put inside of me. Mm-hmm. I grew up being told how how good I was at things and how much I was going to be able to do this and that. But Heather, I didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I did not believe it. And I was afraid I was going to disappoint the people who put so much faith in me. And I thought if I was not here, I could not disappoint them. Now, the funny thing about that is 26 years later, I've become exactly who they saw me Right. Yeah, they saw it first. Uh, and, and, but that's the thing. It wasn't enough for them to see it. I had to get to a place where mm-hmm. I heard God speak to me and say, how dare you try to take what you can't give? Mm-hmm. And I then began to really think about life and, and, and what it all meant and why I was here. Because evidently I was here for a reason. So that was it. When I was 20 years old, and my life literally changed 360 degrees after that. And and again, I literally had become my grandmother, who I was her primary caregiver until she died in 2014. The day before she died, she, she told me, you became exactly who I saw you to be. Mm. And that was the greatest gift she could have ever given me before she died. And she told me how proud she was of me and how much she loved me. And and I think that is that is it. So my message to other people is, even when you don't see it, mm-hmm. realize that you are here. 
you have something that nobody else has, and you would be doing the world a disservice if you don't discover it and use it. And, and that's what I realized. I realized that I was here. I was Cyrus Webb for a reason. So let me figure out what Cyrus Webb is supposed to do. And look, it doesn't mean you're going to have a radio show. It doesn't mean you're going to do television or all these big things. But you could be an impact in your family, an impact in your community, an impact online, reaching people around the world. But whatever that is, to get about the business of discovering it, I think is the real gift that we can give the world. Mm. I'm, I am so, so very glad that you have given this gift and that you have come into yourself and that your grandmother saw it and, and that yeah. she was able to share with you her pride um, because you are, you are a gift. And what a gift for you to share that message with us. Thank you. I appreciate that very, very much. So what is to come for you? What's what's well, next year? What's the year after that? What's what's in your future? <laughs> well, I, I want to tell you this. I am I am I am so much. But one of my big words, and I use it with you when you and I first talked earlier. One of my big words when people ask me how I'm doing, I always say amazing. And I'm truly, I cannot tell you the joy I have in life. I mean, I am truly just in love with life. The the tagline for my business is feeding your love of life. And I'm, mm. I am so in love with life right now. And I have enjoyed the year that has been 2021, even in spite of the challenges, because I've had them too. I've lost family members this year, you know, dealt with some challenges with my mother and her health, uh, but she's doing great now. Mm. Uh, so, you know, even though professionally I've had an amazing year, I've personally, like everyone else, I've dealt with things. But 2022 is going to really be a year, I feel like, of abundance. Mm. And what I mean by that is I have now put in place with partnerships and with things that I'm doing to be able to truly expand on my brand, mm. to amplify it, uh, and to be able to help other people to do the same thing. So that So it's not just about me being able to achieve greatness. I really want to give people the tools that I've been able to get to be able to help them do the same thing. So that's what I'm excited about mm -hmm. in 2022. I have programs actually literally lined up through the summer. I was just on a call before our conversation today, Heather, being invited to the Dominican Republic uh, in April uh, to speak. And, and I, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited just about the opportunities because I realize what is most important, that this is so much bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. I mean, because that's where I see it going too. I mean, I, I, I'm almost a, a tiny little flicker of afraid, right? Because there's so much that I can see that could happen. Yeah. But I love yeah. that it's bigger than you, right? Yeah. So you've taken this year where you've built your brand, your business, and it's done so well. And now you're going to be moving beyond, right? I love, love, love it so much. I, well, I'm excited and I'm going to definitely keep a pulse on what you're doing because I'm sure it will be very, very interesting. So, you know, I, I, this is a good time for you to share how people can, and we'll put some links into the show notes and everything, but how do you, how would people get a hold of you? What can you share with them? What do you most, how do you most want them to find you or know or resources? What do you think? 
Yeah, so I've made it very easy. Um, thankfully, no one had my name anywhere except for on Instagram. So you can mm-hmm. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook and Twitter as well as on YouTube, all under just Cyrus Webb, C-Y-R-U-S-W-E-B-B. On Instagram, you can find me at Cyrus Webb Presents is where mm-hmm. you can find me there. And then my website is CyrusWebb.com as well. So I've made it pretty easy for them to stay connected. I'm literally active on each site every day. So no matter where you reach out, I will yeah, I will see it and I will respond back. Oh, that's outstanding. Definitely take him up on that. He's got some great shows that you're going to want to listen to out there. So what if you had to leave the audience with one thing, that because you've already given us a ton of nuggets, right? A ton of great wisdom. But if there was one more thing that you could share that you really want people to walk away with, maybe even action, what would it be? You know, a, a good friend of mine, someone I've known now, Heather, for, I mean, since I began really this chapter of my journey, so I would say probably the past 15 years, her name is Stephanie Mitchell, and she said something to me back in 2000. And six, it was so powerful to me, I literally had to stop and write it down. And when she, what she said to me was this, when you limit your mind, you limit yourself. Mm. So I would, what I would say to the audience is to don't place limitations on yourself, because that is the only thing that can stop you from doing anything amazing as you. And I think about that often. When you limit your mind, you limit yourself. And there's so much truth in that. And so don't don't you put any limitations on yourself. And more importantly, Heather, I would encourage him, don't allow other people yes. put limitations on them. Because this is our journey. No one can tell us how to walk this journey but us. Yes, there are people out there we may watch on YouTube or you know, or watch on television, but they are not us. We have to be able to take this journey, this life that we have, and live it to the best of our abilities. Mm. Oh, that's fantastic. That's perfect. And you know, I, this is how I, I normally would would leave it. However, it just strikes me what you said as the thing you want to leave people with speaks to to your books, right? I mean, when you talk about power your life with the positive and and words that you choose to live by, I mean, do you write about about what you just mentioned in those books? Exactly. Thank you for that. Yeah. I mean, words I choose to live by is exactly that. It, it's mantras that I wrote that I speak to myself every day mm-hmm. and that I, I then put together in a book. Power Your Life with a Positive was interesting because I took my book, Words I Choose to Live By, and went to some of my friends who are I've met in the industries of Hollywood and entertainment and said, hey, what are some words you say to yours? How did you get here? I asked LeVar Burton that. Mm-hmm. You know, how did you do this? You know, and to have them answer Billy Ray Cyrus is in the book. Um, different, you know, recording artists, actors, people in the entertainment, um, best-selling authors, Lisa Gibbons, I got to interview her for the book. And basically just to ask them, how did you, what were the words you spoke to yourself and over your life that helped you get here? And that's what I shared in Power Your Life with the Positive. And I really wanted to show people, look, these people are like us. Yes. I mean, they they had a vision, they had challenges, but they still kept moving forward. And this is what we can learn from them. So yeah, that's what I hope to do with the books as well, to share not only my mantras, like in words I choose to live by, but also other people who they respect and watch and listen to, and to show how they have done the same thing. 
Mm, fantastic. Okay. Well, we'll make sure that that we we put a, a link for those into the show notes as well. For those of you out there who are listening, if you loved the show and and Cyrus's words of wisdom, please share it and and please let us know by leaving us a review. We do really appreciate those. Cyrus, thank you so much for your time today, uh, for all your amazing nuggets and for your positive energy. I feel you and I appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you, Heather. Congratulations on your amazing journey and all the things that you're doing to amplify the voices of others. Really appreciate you and looking forward to speaking soon.